Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! Destroy! Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Hello, listeners, and welcome to another week of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am your host, Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. It's been a while since I've busted that one out. Used to be the thing I start every episode with. Then I lost my way. But now I'm back to my roots. And speaking of roots, we got today's guest. It's not a tree, but maybe he is. I don't know him. I don't know him well enough, but this is the opportunity to get to know him. (laughs) Maybe he's a tree, maybe he's not. I don't know. It's Jemery Robin. Thanks for having me on, Russ. I'd really prefer if we keep this tree secret of mine a bit more private, actually. Okay, should I edit that out? Look, you can keep it in just so they can think it might be a joke, it might be real. But if you do see a tree and it's me, it's actually not me. I'm just a boy. A little boy. Fair enough. I'm definitely not a tree. Okay, little boy, definitely not a tree. Yeah. Okay, Jamie. here's my one question. Your photo for this episode is just going to be you standing next to a tree with, like, a face just MS painted onto it. Mate. MS paint? I'm sorry, does anyone else use anything more highfalutin than that? No, I mean, you're expecting me to use something as... <laughs> as highfalutin as that? As high concept as MS Paint. I, it's just going to be a tree. <laughs> but I only got one question, really, yeah. in my deck of cards. Jemry Robin. <laughs> when, when, when am I going to meet Jemry Batman? I, I get that surprisingly little. I, really? One time at work... Some guy goes, where's Batman? And to be fair, I was wearing Batman socks at the time, so I was perfectly set up to go right here and point to my tootsies. And then ever since then, I think you're probably the second person to like make that connection, which to me is shocking. And when you think about it, I did it much better than that guy did because <laughs> I said, Jemry, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just appreciate my comedy for a second. I know I spend my time destroying it, but <laughs> we don't spend enough time appreciating it. If you keep destroying it, there's nothing left to destroy, so you have to build it back up again. Really? And that is what this podcast is. You're aware of it, right? Oh, yeah, I know Destroy Comedy. Yeah, Destroy. Ross Purdy. Destroy. Destroy. Com- destroy. Yeah, Destroy Comedy. Joe Rogan Experience. Suddenly Pull Zoo. that clip up. Suddenly, Susan, all of those classic gags and bits everyone's aware of after 48 episodes. And here's one question we always get back to. And okay. I know I said I only had one question. And it was really more of a just statement. Just get down to the one question of it. Which is crazy, because usually we just have one question and then there's just a million tangents. Hit me with it. Okay. Let's not go off on tangents just yet, but I got one question for you. Gotta get the question first. Okay, how'd you get your start? A start um, in life as in a baby. As a baby, um, I believe it was in the women's hospital in Carlton. Okay. Yeah, same as my brother. So it was a bit of a pattern following there. But then my sister ruined that by, I believe, it, at the children's hospital. So 
we, we've all got varying stories and starts. Um, and then from there, we uh, went to, I believe, Caulfield. And then I was a baby for right. a bit. Then I was a kid for a bit. And then now I'm a boy. So you've been through a journey. Yeah. So to speak. Definitely. Went from Caulfield to here. And yeah. there, were, there were some stops in between. Um, I knocked my teeth out one time. Oh. Just the one time. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Uh, powdered my, my, powdered up my little mouth and cut my lip open. Oh, no. Powdered? Yeah. Well, the teeth powdered up. Turn, turns out powdered teeth are very sharp. Mm. They cut your lips open. And then you go to the children's hospital. Turns out your dentist, there's the head dentist. Small world. Oh, man. Powdered <laughs> teeth. Oh, man. I can't even get over that, man. That's nuts. Yeah. Didn't have, uh, didn't have my front two teeth for like... I think it was something like four or five years because for some reason my teeth were like just real slow at, except for the, those two that got came out real early. Everything else was just like really far back. I, I ended up having braces not until I was like 18. Um, and yeah, eventually, and that part of that was because the teeth were slow, so slow coming out. One of the teeth was just like hanging up near the, gu- the top of the gums and the dentist was like, nah, bring it down. Not wow. the same dentist. That was a different dentist because by then I wasn't the child dentist per customer. Customer? Patient anymore. <laughs> well, that's what they... That dentists consider their clients customers. Yeah. <laughs> Always got to upsell them on the premium package of braces. Right, yep. And you got to get like those teeth, gold teeth. Oh, no. I think they, they, they'll describe them as yellow. Oh, okay. So you're trying it's to... Just, it's just a... It's, just a, it's, it's, a, it's a spin... Right, yeah. Because you don't want to go in and say, "Look, it's yellow." <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a fancy. I put some glitter on it. It's gold now. Oh, that's good. Good to know. And and then I guess other stuff have happened as well, non teeth related. <laughs> but what's the interest in that? Uh true. I mean, this is the prem, premium teeth podcast. It, it actually is. It's Ross Peter destroys teeth. Didn't you know that? Yeah. Um, with trampolines. It was only after I sm- smashed my teeth out on that tramp. It was on a trampoline I smashed my teeth out. Yeah. Um, it was only after that that uh, we decided to put padding around the rim. Um, and also, I think it was only like 10 years later. I was, we still had it apparently 10 years later. I was playing with it and we finally saw like the mark where my teeth had clearly been smashed out on. Mate, mate, people are eating their two-minute noodles right now and they're spinning it out. What's, what's your worst ever injury? My worst ever injury? Well, a lot that's of, definitely mine. Well, my worst ever injury has been emotional injuries. Oh, yeah? You know, so I jump up and down on a trampoline and I hit the collarbone of my psyche. That's rough. Do you have any, like, huge scars from it? Yeah, so I can't jump up and down and have fun anymore. I overthink everything because I don't want to hit the collarbone of my psyche be, again. You have to be landbound fun. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, it's rough. That's all right. It's what it's what we're here for. Landbound fun. Landbound fun. Do you reckon anyone listens to this like while free falling? Mate, that's the only way you can listen to this freaking shit, man. It's the number one free fall podcast. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's a it's it's for people who want to hear about teeth. It's um, free falling. Like they're they're in the plane. And then as soon as, like, they jump out, they just hit play. And then as soon as their feet touch ground again, hit pause, no matter how far into the episode or how much left. It's the rules. See, they could listen to the Tom Petty song, Free Falling, but that's a cliche. So they yeah. listen to this podcast instead. That only goes for, what, three to four minutes? The duration of a free fall? That's only one free fall. 
This one gives you at least 10 to 12 free falls worth of content. If any of you are listening to this with any contact to Mother Earth, you're doing it wrong. You're not getting the full experience. No, definitely not. But some good argue that this podcast does lose steam very quickly after three to four minutes. <laughs> uh, Ross Purdy destroys gravity. Now that's a show. And that was a show I was speaking of doing. Yeah? Do you spend the whole the whole show like in an astronaut costume, just hanging out with Sandra Bullock? Yes, but it was an audio podcast, so no one would be able to see me in the astronaut costume. They'd hear it. They would hear like the rustling around and stuff, and some people would just wouldn't believe that that was actually Sandra Bullock. Yeah, they'd probably think it was just a double. It was it was Sandra Bullock's identical twin sister, also named Sandra. Yeah, they get her in when it's it's cheaper to get her because she's functionally the same person. Mm-hmm. No Oscars though. No Oscars. No Oscar Bullocks. No. She's one of the few people who's won an Oscar and a Razzie on the same weekend. Well, I'll say well deserved. <laughs> so what's going on in your life for us? Welcome to my podcast. This is great. I can take a back seat and not have to say much. Yeah. That's a great episode. Where'd you get your start? Where'd I get my start? As a baby? Yeah. Oh, where, if you start as a baby, sure. If not, where did you get your start? Uh, well, in life, I started as a baby. Yeah. A little baby, you know. Conventional, but it works. Yeah. I fit pretty sure it was the Footscray Hospital. Yeah. So not your fancy woman's hospital. Like you, it's a bit restrictive, hey. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a more, I'm a, well, I was a working class baby. It's a, it's a people's hospital. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Smash your teeth out ever? I'd never smash my teeth out. I wouldn't recommend it. I'll be no. honest. No, I've had many uh, teeth removals. Oh yeah, but by a professional. By professionals, not by, tra- not by trampoline. Never because I like injured myself in some you way. You never roughhousing with your older brother in a game that was effectively just push each other over until that happens. No, never, never. Was that you? Was, was that, that you? was yeah? That was the game. I think it was called Moves. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moves. Moves. Yeah, we just shove each other around on the trampoline, and then that happened, and we never played it again. So we're trying to tip over a cow, but you're like, well, we got no cow, so we might as well tip each other over. Yeah, with the trampoline, so you just get right back up again. Yeah, and you thought, okay, well, that's fine. It's the pad right there. Except the pad was there afterwards. Hmm. No damn good. Hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I got my start at Footscray Hospital, and then about 18 years later, I became full-grown man. You used to have, like, a real big head of hair back when you started out as well. As a baby? Or at least, were you a baby when I first saw you? <laughs> Some people would say I was. <laughs> a real emotional baby. Next question. For who? Me or you? I did a question. You did a question. I did a question. Okay. Yeah. Were you a baby when I saw you? No. No, I okay. was definitely not. Full grown, full grown boy, man. Full grown boy, man. Okay, that's good. It's good to know. <laughs> Dang it, you get you get a good one. I always like to people ask people. I mean, it's a very pedestrian question, but I always like to ask people, "What is your favorite movie?" Oh God, I don't know what my favorite movie is. 
And then I, I feel like, why not? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not a big movie guy. Maybe not. Let's just say, out of all the movies you've seen, think of all of them. Oh, God. Which one do you like the most? That's your favorite movie. What do I like the most? Boogie Nights. Done. That's it. That's any, the answer. Is it any good? Mm, yeah, it's good. I like it. Yeah, sweet. Does this get edited? It, def- it definitely does not. It famously does not get edited. Whoops. I mean, dang. Are there any regular segments on this? or? Well, there is one segment on the show. Do we have to build up to it? or We kind of have to build up to <laughs> oh, it. God. We have to get to know you before we get into this. Sure. S- this segment. Okay. And I had that one question. It was more of a statement. It was more about Jeremy Batman. Yeah. Was that was that was the the you'd gotten the Jeremy Batman like we'll get him on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I was hoping that would go for an hour and we could just go through all the Batmans. Yeah, I mean, what type of Batman is Jeremy Batman? That's oh, what I want to know. Definitely, like I'm definitely more of in leaning in the Adam West style because. While I definitely do appreciate the more traditional, you know, gravel voice Batman, I feel like it's a lot more fun. Definitely. I mean, he freaking just, he has shark repellent. He's got, well, he's got such all such of weird bits. Like, we, I recently rewatched the movie, and the plot of it is that they powderize the UN <laughs> to then unpowderize them as an evil UN. That's like the entire villain's plot. Like, they turn them into, like, multicolored, just, like, piles of uh, flour. And then somehow Batman gets a bomb and he's running every direction. There's nuns, children, um, a third group that you don't want to bomb and eventually throws it whatever. Um, but, no, yeah, I, I very much like the Adam West Batman. I thought I liked the, the equivalent James Bond a lot more as well, the Roger Moore Bonds, because his movies are a lot sillier too. But then, have you watched many of the James Bonds? No, I can't say I have. The the Roger Moore Bonds, while the movies themselves are fun, I feel like every second scene you're watching is like, please don't be gross, James. Oh, he's being gross, James. <laughs> but I feel like that's very much the character. James James is gross. James Bond is gross. Which, weirdly enough, is part of the fun of it. Like, I'm all for seeing a woman 007, but I feel like if they're going to be a woman like Jane Bond, you got to make her just as fucked. Like, just make her just as despicable of a person as well. And that's equality. Oh, 100%. You're just, you're just about equality. Just be, make, if you're going to make them the same character, then make them the same character. Yeah, Do don't, it. don't make her, like, holier than like, thou. Make her a piece is, of shit. I mean, depending on when this gets released, we might finally actually see the new James Bond. And I really do hope that they make the this new, the, the woman 007, I hope they make her her own character at least rather than just being a carbon copy of Bond when you've still got Bond in it. Mm. But yeah, I, I, I like the new ones as well, like the, the Daniel Craig ones. It's kind of like a you flip the coin each time, whether it's a good Bond or a bad Bond. And according to the pattern, this one should be good, hopefully, fingers crossed, I don't know. Um, but back to Batman, which, one, which Batman do you kind of roll with? I uh, roll with uh, Val Kilmer. Oh hell yeah! That's a very it's a very unsung Batman. The you know with we actually again I we watched that semi recently the <laughs> the the scene where where um, Jim Carrey is deciding that he's going to become a supervillain. He's got like a computer program that will 
go through all of his costumes, which I feel like we could have gotten, like we could have gotten an army man villain instead of the Riddler. Like he just has like all these preset costumes and one that just happens to be the Riddler's costume. He's like, yeah, okay, that's like, I guess that's me. <laughs> um, and yeah, the obviously you've got Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Very, very good song. The ultimate Batman song. Oh, 100%. Like I can't really name any other song for a Batman movie that was written for it. Uh, was it Kill Me, Feel Me? It was a U2 song. Ooh, is that, that was Batman? Yeah. There we go. There's a second one. That might be the same movie, though. I think it is the yeah. same film, so... I feel, yeah, that movie existed to sell singles. Yes, it definitely was. Yeah. Uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah, I mean, look, for all of its flaws... Like I, I'm a I'm a Spider-Man three apologist. Like I, I can definitely enjoy fun in a movie. Like I recently had someone I, I watched Monster Hunter recently, and someone said that they hate the word fun in to be used to describe movies. And I thought, well, just enjoy movies if they're good or bad. Like they've all got their entertainment value. Some of them don't definitely. But um, yeah, the 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 Spider-Man 3, the Batman Robin, they're entertaining as fuck, even if they're just as bad. Oh, it's got awful. Yeah. And I, I think the badness definitely enhances its enjoyability, for sure. Um, have, you watched, have, have you watched the Spider-Mans's? I have watched the Spider-Mans's. I've seen the same Raimi ones. Because 2 is definitely the best, but I think 3 is the most entertaining. That's 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 my take on it, at least. That was the one where Toby Maguire's like, I'm all emo now. Have a little dance. I'm going to dance. Was it jazz? <laughs> I mean, emo yeah. with dances to jazz. It's, yeah, get up off that feet and ride that funky soul or something along those lines. Oh, what, have you seen? There's a clip of that. Pull the clip up, Jamie. There's a clip of, um, of Spider-Man dancing, but they've taken the music out and it's just him going, mm, yeah, hey, very good. Uh, big fan of the musicless music videos trend as well. Mm. Yeah, but I was ones where it's like a clip, they take the audio out, and it's just Ricky Gervais laughing. Oof. Um, they did similar things with like with Big Bang Theory, where it was just um, farts instead of laughs. Which... Mate, they were all laughing to cover up their farts. Don't <laughs> you know that? They took the they t- <laughs> the the guy accidentally hit bought the canned farts instead of the canned laughs. Mmm, yeah, well, canned farts kind of makes more sense. You can can a fart, but can you can a laugh? If I were to travel back in time, I feel like I would, that would be my campaign, is to try and, like, normalise a fart as a response instead of a laugh and just, like, go go far back enough in history that that's the natural response. So then, like, all comedy rooms are just even stinkier than they already are now. Yeah, instead of smelling like beer, they'll smell like beer and beans. Beer and near shits. Yeah. Like if someone diarrheas during your set, that means you really killed. Definitely. <laughs> and I've had that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're in the current timeline, though. Yeah. Was it you or the cu- or, or I keep saying customer. Was it you or the audience? Mate, I think I'm, I, <laughs> I feel... You have to settle the truth. I'm cold and inhumane way of looking at comedy. I, I, <laughs> my... Audiences are customers. I'm the dope man. I'm the pimp. I pimp out my comedy. I pimp, my tricks. I pimp out my tricks. My trick is able to get the laughs, or in some cases the shits. Yes, that is the dream. 
It's just that I I get my audience, my customers to relax so much. They end up relaxing their bowels. They shit, shit their pants. So you're saying that people need to bring? Do you do you suggest people bring you know diapers to your shows, or would you rather they marinate and then all the way home? They can do what they want. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's the future. You can live your truth. But I will maybe prefer. I mean. Just for their sake, I prefer if they wore diapers. Yeah. You know? Just so they can, like, proudly display how funny the show was when the, yeah. on the train ride home they just hold up and goes, Ross Purdy did this. <laughs> I fucking laugh so much. This I relax sh- my bowels. This turd belongs to Ross Purdy. Sometimes I would just shit in there just to make it seem like they had a good time. <laughs> you, 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 instead of, like, having your flyers or business cards, it is just diapers with your face on it. Yeah. It's like, lay one in here. Because I'll know you mean it. Mate, you're really taking all my business marketing ideas because I've already been doing that. Again, you sometimes you got to destroy comedy. Sometimes you got to rebuild it up so then you can shit in it later. Yeah, and that's really the point of this podcast. Like, I don't just destroy comedy every you... week. I don't... I mean, if it was successful each time, there'll be no show. Yeah, there's only so much comedy you can destroy. Yeah, there definitely is. Mm-hmm. Back to Batman, though. Where do you lie on the Robins? Okay. There are multiple of them. Okay, yeah, I know. I, I mean, uh, there's, um, I'm not a fan of the Robin that sings that song, Dancing on My Own. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. I mean, I guess it's... Not, not, a good, not good at fighting crime. Decent track. Yeah, look... The first ever edit in Destroys Comedy where we take out the praise for Robin. <laughs> what, what about John Robin Blake? Great. That's the. Is that the Joseph Gordon Levitt one yeah. where they're like, well, this is the serious Batman, and it's Robin is a bit Robin kitschy. Never. Robin's a bit kitschy. So we'll have him be his like, middle name or something. Yeah. I would have liked for them to go like real hard on it. Like, why don't you go by your middle name? Robin Two Face Blake, or, you know, <laughs> Robin Clayface, Robin Catwoman Blake. And then, like, turns out he pulls his mask off and he's actually Catwoman the whole time. See, that'll be a more interesting film in the one we got, where this Robin is just, like, addicted to porn <laughs> and can't have any real sexual relationships. Yeah. Ro- was it Robin Don Johnson? Yep. Yeah. Ro- Robin fifty fifty Blake. He has cancer, too? <laughs> it's crazy, man. I mean... He's... And that's, that's another Batman movie where, at the end, he has to... Um, he doesn't want to send the bomb to anyone that he wants to blow up. He has to take it into the ocean again. <laughs> yes. It would have been good if, like, in that last shot when, you know, Alfred's in that cafe in Europe and he nods to the screen and we all know it's Batman coming up, but he's just still in the Batman costume and Catwoman's still in the Catwoman costume, but because they're not in America, it's just anonymity. Master Bruce, I have a dream where I am in Paris and I'm looking at you from across and I see Robin Don John. (laughs) And he's in remission from cancer. Robin, Don, John, Tommy from 30 Rock from the Sun, Third Rock from the Sun, and then also his character from 10 Things I Hate About You, but specifically in the scene where Heath Ledger is singing that song on the stands. Then John Lithgow just waltzes in, and he's trying to start a fight with some guy by just yelling slurs at him. Did, Did he do that? But what did he do it in? Oh, no. I have to watch his entire filmography. Are you uh, confusing w- him with Michael Richards? 
Maybe. Was that <laughs> was, was that Michael Richards in season four of Dexter? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, what a scene. What happened to Dexter? Like, have you? did you watch it all the way through? Mate, I watched too much of it. I watched, like, maybe the first seven seasons and then... Like, if there's any takeaway... Oh, you, you jumped off at the exact right point. Yeah. Um, if there's any takeaway from this episode, if you ever think of watching Dexter, don't watch anything after the fourth season. Like... The worst part about the last four seasons of Dexter is that they show signs of promise, and then the eighth season happens. And I feel I feel like I'm a like a a very like lone sufferer of this because I know not many people did. But say what you will about the last season of Game of Thrones, it is nowhere near as like insultingly bad that Dexter was. Like the episode, I feel like they gave every writer. Two episodes each. They weren't connecting, mm. and they all got to write the end of someone else's episode. So there's no fucking continuity between episodes either. Like, at one point, his sister Deb... And I'm going to spoil the fuck out of this, because I don't Go ahead. I don't Go. want anyone to watch this. Go ahead. At one point, after Deb has found out that he's a killer and she's feeling guilt about it, they drive into a lake because she wants to kill both of them. This is middle of the season as well. This isn't like the finale or anything. Before the episode has ended, because it is rightly an episode... Some guy who just happens to be near the the lake sees them come in, pulls Deb out, and then she gets second thoughts, pulls Dexter out. He shows like breathing and conscious again. Then credits. There's no fucking tension either. <laughs> the one of the villains of it, or one of like the, this, they reveal that someone was behind um, Dexter becoming a noble serial killer the whole time, and it's just a new character that just happened to know him the whole time. When they had Captain Matthews, who could it could very well have easily been this guy, but like ah eh, fuck it, more guest stars. Um, he, I'm sure the ending has become a little bit infamous. He decides to fake his own death and become a lumberjack. That being said... Mate, it's his punishment. Yeah. That being said, they there are rumours that it is going to come back, and I'm very keen. For, give me more Dexter. I'm all on board. <laughs> How am I going to get out of this one? <laughs> Probably just by ignoring it. I think the best part about the last season, though, was that um, while it was airing, the last season of Breaking Bad was also airing. And so on the, the Dexter subreddit, um, the d- episode discussions would never be just turned into saying how good Breaking Bad was. My, like, my mate and I, the only ones who also watched the, the last episode, last season of, Break, of Dexter, we were, were, like, one of us would, I would watch Dexter first. No, no, I would watch Breaking Bad first, then Dexter just to kind of, like, lighten the mood, whereas he would watch Dexter first to get it out of the way, then Breaking Bad to cleanse the palate with something much, much better. But it was just so wild to have, like, one of the worst TV show endings at the same time as one of the best TV show endings. Yeah. I, I forgot that our final seasons were on the same. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was like, it was, it was like, <laughs> it's a well-written show. It's like um, one of, like, the most infamously bad endings of all time at the same time as one of the most, like, respected shows of all time. Like, one of the shows that has been pointed to to, like, research all of the respect for TV, like all of people seeing TV as like a good format again. Because like that, I, that's when like I feel like TV shows got shot ahead of movies. Like you did have obviously have that in like the early thousands, late nineties with Sopranos, but it wasn't properly like you didn't get your your, your Game of Thrones as um, seasons one through five before um, before you know Breaking Bad. You didn't get your other really good shows like you know Stranger Things and all them. But um, 
fucking Dexter shat on it the whole time. It was it was because Dexter fought. Dexter fought. It was part of the golden age of television. Oh, for sure. And it wasn't. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's the big problem as well is that it was only based on the first book of the series, and then from there it just very much did its own thing. To be fair, the other books sound insane too. So <laughs> the one of the books is very insane, and that was because so. The books are a lot more of like a dark comedy, which is why the first season and then not much of the rest of it is dark comedy. Um, but the first, um, the, the third book in it, uh, they introduced these supernatural elements and that was at the recommendation from his editor. He said, oh, these, these type of books are doing well. He's like, eh, okay, I guess. I'm Jeff Lindsay. I'll write some supernatural stuff. And then there's like one reference to it again in the fourth book onwards and never brought up again. It's like it's it's definitely the worst in the entire series, but yeah the 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 show don't watch Dexter do, but do you you like, I feel like people should watch the last season of Dexter if anything just so that they know what I had to go through. <laughs> there's there's an amazing amazing bit where he's got a kid by the last season and his um, new girlfriend is also a serial killer and she's having to lay low because her case is a bit more fresh and public. And they have a scene where she's just like prep cooking dinner, who knows what, because I don't know what to do with her. Um, and the kid is running on a treadmill and he just decides to keep hammering the speed up button and she's telling him not to and eventually he falls down. Uh, and the entire purpose of that scene is that so he gets an injury so she has to go to hospital out in the public. But the shot where he falls is so clearly a full-grown adult in a wig of the kid falling down, at, which, again, just is, is the best scene in the entire show, like even from the good seasons. And I think it wouldn't be as good if it was in a good season. It's kind of like, um, did you ever play the game Death Stranding? I have not. It's an amazing game, and I feel like it's intentionally tedious to make the the bits that are, are good and probably could stand on its own stand even further ahead. So I w I'm comparing Death Stranding to the last season of Dexter. I feel like the last season of Dexter was shit, so we could appreciate the treadmill scene. Yeah, so in defense of the treadmill scene. Yeah. That's your thesis? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've come around. I'm pro-Dexter entirely. Watch all of Dexter for the treadmill scene. I won't say which episode it's in. <laughs> it's about the build-up. It's late in there. Really? Yeah. It's the beginning It's the beginning of the last episode. So by that it's point, the, you're just like... It's the last shot, so it's like Dexter on his own as a lumberjack, and then it just cuts back to Harrison and... Still uh, banging that speed-up button, then boom! Gotta go fast, gotta go fast! <laughs> Speaking so of... Harrison became, what, Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it fucked that for many people... Sonic the Hedgehog would be amongst the top 10 films they saw in cinemas last year. That's insane, man. They had to fix his teeth. Because his teeth were so fucked. They had to get Sonic to go into the freaking forest and go undercover as a lumberjack and cut his teeth down with that axe. <laughs> <laughs> so Sonic and, and Breaking Bad are a shared universe now. I, I like to think that they they intentionally made that shitty version of Sonic just so that they could, like have some built-in light and praise just for making him look actually like Sonic. But the have, did you ever see the Sonic movie? I did not. I don't have any plans to. Oh, you got it. It's really fun. Like, Jim Carrey, I feel like he took it as a paycheck and an amusement park ride to be in, like, for however long it took to film. 
because I think no one's having as much fun in that movie as he is. Like, even people watching that movie aren't having as much fun as he is, <laughs> which is an indictment on the movie, sure, but you can, in, you can share in some of that fun whenever he is on screen. Mm. I once had a dream about, about a fictional Jim Carrey movie where, like, a guy that looks like 90s Jim Carrey yeah. ends up falling into the role of being a Jim Carrey impersonator because he, <laughs> he gets hired to do weddings and stuff, and he just slips into becoming Jim Carrey. But the real Jim Carrey, who's like one day longer hair Jim Carrey, finds out about this and then, you know, goes to uh, have a showdown with the other guy that's Jim Carrey. Do they get into a fight? Yeah. Who wins? This culminates in a big showdown. I don't I don't remember who won, I think. Is it like, do you get a shot like at the end of Freddy vs. Jason, spoiler alert, where uh, Jason's carrying Freddy's head, but then Freddy's head will winks at the camera? You could do that. And you can swap out Freddy and Jason for either New Jerry or Old Jerry. Jim? Jerry. Jim. Jim Jerry. Kim Jerry. Yeah, so he... So... Jim Carrey has Jim Carrey's head. He's yeah. holding it. Instead of winking at the camera, the, the Jim Carrey head says, Oh, somebody stop me! <laughs> One of the, the, whoever gets beheaded just happens to be wearing the big keg mask from the mask. Does it, I, would like to, I, I like to think that this impersonator, because like, you don't hire an impersonator to just be them, you hire them to be a specific character, so the whole movie he's been either like, Ace Ventura, The Mask, for some reason, The Lawyer from Liar Liar. You just, I guess, wear a suit but dishevel it a little bit. Dumb and Dumber, take the tooth cap out. The Grinch. Uh, they even get him to dress up as his Christmas Carol Scrooge character. And just in the various fights. Just get him to dress up as Truman. I had someone ask me what was his name in Truman Show. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure it was Truman. Yeah. He was Truman Compote, right? <laughs> that was a real biopic about how Truman Capote had to deal with the fact that his whole life was, was a, a TV, TV show. Yeah. We all watched it. Yeah. He wrote that book. Called Good Afternoon, Good Evening, Good Night. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Did you have to study the Truman Show in high school? No, I did not. I know a lot of people got Gattaca. I, I, I only did lit, not English in school. So I think I'm like the only person in existence who didn't watch Gattaca, or at least the only person from like my age bracket who didn't watch Gattaca at some point because everyone else was forced to. All I remember from that movie, because I did watch the intro, he, he faked his piss. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Which yeah. does make me want to watch the movie, but, you know, it's been 12 years. I haven't gotten around to it. No, no, definitely. Don't definitely. It's Mr. Twinzo. Yeah, definitely don't do it now. Speaking of movies. Yeah? We got a podcast about movies. Yeah, um... We've got a movie podcast, my friend, my friend Rob and I, we did, um, called Arnold Schwarzenegger Presents, where we went through and watched every single movie of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, and we, we, we've finished the first season. We've technically actually recorded our entire second mini season in between seasons, and we're about to start up our next season. The one that's about to come out, it's called Catherine Bigelow Presents. She's a director. She, did, um, she did, you know, Hurt Locker, Point Break... Uh, Near Dark, and a bunch of boring movies. Um, so we watched her filmography, um, and we like we'll, we'll, we pitch improvements to the to movies. We uh, we pit the Arnies against the other Arnies, or in the case when we have guests, we pit the Arnie against other movie characters in various categories, which do inevitably end up turning into a battle to the death. Hmm. 
Uh, and our, our new season that we're about to start recording is uh, Mary Kate and Ashley Presence, which was which was chosen mostly out of convenience due to the fact that uh, Rob's sister has two sisters, so he already has the entire filmography of Mary Kate and Ashley. So mm. it was like, yeah, we've got it. Here. That's the reason. That's the reason to start a podcast. We don't have to get any further resources to chase down. There we go. Done. But um, yeah, we also we we yeah we pitched the improved version of the movie, and by improved, I do mean that with with quotation marks around that. Like Terminator became a rom com. Um, a lot of movies, everyone got eventually everyone got their their one pass to swap out characters for Muppets. Ah, because we did also Muppets. we did include movies where Arnie has split second cameos. So amongst his movies, we did count uh, Welcome to the Jungle and or The Rundown, depending on which country you were in. For rundown, of course. The the Rock and Sean William Scott action comedy, really good. Like spoiler alert, that's in my top ten Arnie movies, and he's in it for half a second. That's why it's so good. Yeah, like Christopher Walken's the villain of it, and there's an entire scene where he just watches the Rock tearing apart his town on a camera, and he just keeps reacting to it, like, oh, jeez, wowee, and it, he just keeps cutting back to him. He's not getting angry or anything. He's just impressed. And that, to me, is a sign of a fun movie. Now, if I'm remembering this right, yeah, is this the film where Christopher Walken has a huge monologue about how uh, something about the tooth fairy, and it's like the oh. tooth fairy took my tooth. I I think so. Yeah, like towards the start of the, he has like a he has a couple of monologues, and I'm pretty sure it's one towards the start where he's trying to like lecture them on being loyal to him, and then he kills one of them or who knows what. Yeah, the concept of the tooth fairy. <laughs> That's all I remember <laughs> years and years later. One Part of what I like about that movie as well is that one of the segments that we d- found was that um, he's got, Arnie's got a friend called Sven who shows up in like fuckloads of his movies for like a second at a time. And so we just keep the Sven watch out for him. And that's the very, very last one. And the whole time we were watching it, we were so nervous that we were going to miss it. We're like, okay, that guy looks kind of like him in the background. Is that him? No, fuck. Okay, shit. And then it's like the very, very, very last scene. He's just in it prominently, and it was a really weird scene too. So it, was, it made the, the Sven Watch all the more enjoyable. Mm, is that in the next podcast, Sven Watch, where <laughs> you just talk about Sven? I, I have pitched it, and it has been rejected every time. He's, he's not, his movies that he's in prominently for aren't good. Hmm. But... Hey, if he does show up in a future uh, Focus's movies, which, spoiler alert, he does, we'll, we'll bring back the Sven watch. You definitely should. Oh, 100%. So, you had this other... Is it the same podcast or a different podcast? You had guests on and you talked over movies? That was, that was the old format. So, we used to have a podcast. The full title of the podcast is Arnold Schwarzenegger Presents and Nugget Loads Podcast, which the old podcast was Nugget Loads, where we would do movie commentary tracks. But we wouldn't try and stay on topic if we didn't have to. It was more like the movie was kind of there for us to go back to. But part of the reason why we changed the format was that it's so much easier to record. And also it means that episodes, instead of going, you know, an hour and a half to two hours, only go for half an hour at most, which makes it, again, a lot easier to listen to as well. And because we now have to edit it, and I don't have to edit it, my friend does, it's even easier for me to put out. But um, they may still exist somewhere online, potentially, but as far as I'm aware, I'm pretty sure we stopped 
hosting them. But if, if hey, if you've got any bootleg nugget loads, you're more than welcome to distribute them. Having said that, yeah, I did lie earlier when I said the reason I got you on the show was because of the Jamry Batman. <laughs> yeah, this is the real stuff, right? All now. right, hit me with the question. This isn't a question. Oh, okay. This is a pitch. Okay. So, Nugget Loads, you do commentary takes over movies. Yeah. What if you start off a podcast, Jeremy and not Rob, but Jeremy and Ross. Uh-oh. And you do commentary tracks on episodes of your podcast. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> that would be an oral nightmare. But I could be game for it. But that also would be a recording nightmare. It would, it would be just horrifically confusing. Would it be now? Because some people have said this podcast is horrifically confusing. <laughs> Are you doing a character? Are you not? Well, Depends on the episode. It, 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 uh, it, um, at least this has a, the layer of it being a single podcast at the time. <laughs> like, do they hear the other podcast as well? Yes, because it's like a commentary track. <laughs> this is the bit where we stopped paying attention to the movie. If you tune back in in about an hour's time, we checked back in with a movie. It was still on. Because, look, there were, there were some episodes that we recorded where, like, the guests, they cha- they turned their chair away from the TV screen um, just because for how little respect we were showing for whichever movie we were watching at the time. Um, and we could show that same level of respect <laughs> to your podcast. Just muting, <laughs> just muting the, the original podcast while we just chat about whatever. Is that episode still going? Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Okay, cool. Are you ready to do this? Oh, Jesus Christ. Nugget Loads presents episode one, (laughs) Nugget Loads. See, the original episode of that actually doesn't exist anymore. I did take that one down for goodsies. Well, I mean, I got something. Okay, go on. It's probably a more recent one. Yeah. Maybe it won't be so bad orally, but... Maybe we'll go be. for it. Who knows? This better not be the to full match episode. the movie that we did this week. We will not mention a certain person until like <laughs> the last three seconds of of the roll the credits. So you mean like me, there. right? The person you won't mention is me. Oh, this is a this is an Arnie one. This I, isn't the. I thought you were going to play one of the old format ones. Well, you said it's not around anymore. I mean, yeah, yeah, okay. We have like. I have no idea which one this one is. It's going to be a 90s episode, I guess. Two guys and the occasional guest. Are we going to have guests on this show? Is it, I think it'd be easier if it's just us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is, um... This is Randy Adeva. Welcome to Arnold Schwarzenegger Presence. And we watched, um, I believe this is the end of that. No, this is Collateral Damage. Yeah. This episode we watched Killing Gunther. Oh fuck, yeah, Killing yeah, Gunther! Which, you could. It's That's right. We did a third one with Aaron. Schwarzenegger movie, but then. The so we had one rule on the okay. podcast, which yeah, was you're it's, not it's allowed to do an Arnold Schwarzenegger impersonation. Right. Okay. And Randy, who loves doing Arnie impersonations, we didn't spring that on yeah. him until like us, I'm Rob. seconds I'm before recording, and he just had a panic attack before. He's like, you can't restrict me like that. Standard. The Arnie impressions. It's all he's got. How's it going? That was a great movie, wasn't it? I think you're remembering, oh, he's, you're remembering like, one thing I found out with Randy is much. he's an absolute <laughs> blast to watch. Yeah, I was being a little bit sarcastic there, but I didn't convey it very well. But yeah, it was all right. It was like a, so. Are we just gonna play the entire half, episode, uh, or how much are we going in for this? Yeah, bit? well, I don't know. I mean, like how it. much do you want to commit? I mean, are you committing phobic? I mean, 
is an assassin. I mean, who has a kind of. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, hmm. who played. It's going to be, like I said, Gunther, drastically no confusing. Kill him. The, so this one's not actually a commentary SNL's... track. This is a post-watch episode. So that's why we did a commentary track on the post-watch. I mean, okay, yeah, let's talk that. about like, okay, why did you not do commentary on Arnie? Again, like. We wanted we're we're lazy people. To match people. the movie that we did this week, <laughs> we will not mention um, the, a certain person. We're until incredibly lazy like people, so we wanted to make sure it was going to be easier to record to listen to. Um, it also meant that like we didn't have to constantly be talking because with the old format, if you lost sync, then it would kind of screw you, which meant you couldn't edit it. Yeah. Yeah. It's good because I refuse to edit anything. Yeah, so it meant that you'd have like m- moments where we would get distracted by the movie, like, ah, oh, we were just watching the movie for 20 seconds there. I hope you enjoyed that silence. Which now, if there's 20 seconds of silence, we'll be like, I have no idea what we're talking about. Podcast. We can go like, okay, cut. I was clearing my throat. I was clearing my throat. Randy was genuinely clearing his throat. Yeah, that's why we kept it in. Because the rule is, if they do an Arnie voice, voice, we cut the podcast. Yeah, we stop it there. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So because, as he said, he was clearing his throat, it was kosher. We allowed it in. That's okay. Yeah. Have you ever cleared your throat and it sounded like a celebrity than other movies? I mean, I can't say I haven't. But definitely... I can't set them to do for That's just me kind of clearing my voice. I'm Jeremy. Yeah. And my name's Randy. I was just clearing my throat the then as Marcel Marceau. Ah. <laughs> Standard. Because he's a mime. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey, guys. Don't know any other famous mimes. Movie, I guess the guy from The Artist, but that's only in the one movie. And even then, he says the one line of the movie. Yeah, I was being a little bit sarcastic there, but I didn't... Was that kind of mime? I think it was just a silent film actor. I haven't seen it, so clearly not. We're not the same thing, Jeremy. That's what it felt like, yeah. <laughs> the premise is that SNL's Taron Killam is an So is this the full episode? Beef with Arnold Schwarzenegger. It might be. Who played... Because it did cut before, but I wasn't sure if that was you being merciful to me. I think it was my internet playing up. Oh, right. <laughs> I think it's played up again. No, that, that is your show. Okay, yeah. You never it listened did. to your show before? <laughs> that episode, uh, it is just uh, about five minutes where we just mentioned that it was a movie made by Taron Killam from SNL. To match the movie that we did this week. And it, to we make up for time, we just looped it a about... A person until... Let's say three like, times? The last three seconds of, <laughs> of the... Roll the credit to Tom Schwarzenegger. I mean, the more we do this, the more I'm going to be inclined to just listen to my old podcast. I think this is, uh, we're discovering, um... My least favourite bit. <laughs> I, that being said, I fucking love this music. My mate did it, um... He said, hey, can you just, like, crank out a song for different styles for different Arnie movies? This is what we called the 90s comedy style. Um, there's, like, there's different, like, there's a sci-fi version of the theme. There's, like, an old... We called it Old Muscle Boys for stuff like, you know, Conan... <laughs> Um, it was just clearing oh, Conan, um, like Hercules, New York. We had like themes for that one. We had like the the nineties action Island's movie ones, which to me almost sounded like something like through the Bowser Nintendo sixty four boss music. It reminds me a lot of that, which I like. And then yeah, like there's like eighties action theme. And he just like we're like yeah, can you do this? He's like sure. And then like a week later, came back with like these like five or six really fucking fun things. 
Yeah. He even did like a new one us, I'm Rob. for the Catherine I'm Jim, Bigelow version. And my name's Randy. He even has Back like a we did a little time. like um, for this fan watch <laughs> we did the little sting that's the old uh, Sega yeah. tune. Hey guys, how's it going? That was a great movie, wasn't that? I think because Ben yeah. really was the Sega Dreamcast of just appearing randomly. I mean, he was most prominent in his eighties movies. Yeah, he's got something like it was like a. Ten or twelve cameos throughout Arnie's filmography, which is maybe like forty-ish. That we got. The premise is that because we didn't we didn't even notice him until like maybe four of his appearances in. Like I recognized him because he's in. Have you seen Running Man? Called Gunther, but no one knows. I have seen a Running Man. I haven't seen the film Running Man. Okay, well, in the film Running Man with Arnie in it, Sven's got like a more prominent character in it. Fuck it, play it again. To match the movie that we did this week, we will not yeah, mention... So it feels weird not talking over the podcast now. Like the um, last three so, seconds yeah, of, so of the... Sven's got a more prominent role in it, and then, because I'd already seen Running Man before, um, I hadn't seen all the Arnie movies before, just a lot of them. Um, and we, I recognised him from that movie in another movie before that, and that's when I realised when I was looking through his filmography, it's like, oh shit, he's been in like three Arnie movies already that we just haven't noticed. And that's why I was like, oh, he's in like ten more after that. And so we just like keeping an eagle eye out for him for like in every single movie. Because there is somewhere it's genuinely like... It's the side of him from behind <laughs> on like half dark shot <laughs> for a split second. It's like, yep, that's Sven. That's Sven right there. I was clearing my throat. I was clearing my throat. Clearing his throat, right again. Yeah, some people clear their throats like Arnie. Some people clear their throats like regular human adults. Yes. And Christopher Walken is a regular human adult. Not a concept, but to do fairy. We're just looping over this whole commentary track now. Just repeating the bits and gags. Podcast. Sometimes repetition is the key. Not enough. Well, they say repetition yeah. is the soul of wit, right? I'm repetition is the message. Yeah. Did you ever now to, to get out of this bit just quickly? <laughs> did you ever see a movie called The Platform? It was on Netflix. that came out uh, last yeah. year. Hey guys, how's it going? That um, was a great movie, wasn't that? The whole it's it's one of those movies that like you watch and it's like you see the track, it's like this is definitely for me to go. Oh no, this is too fucked. I'm definitely not going to watch it. The whole premise is that it's like some unique prison where it's just like a a big tower and every prison cell is a level with a big pit in the middle, which they slowly like on a platform lower food down to you, but they it's everyone gets. The same food, so it's like level one yeah, gets everything, play, level two gets some of the scraps, and eventually no gets down to the bottom. It's like yucky, so it's just like some, someone couldn't finish it, and they vomed a bit back up. And so then, um, the um, again, it feels weird not talking over me, so hit it again. Uh, well, <laughs> we're almost out of time, sure. Anyway, yeah, um, eventually, the movie results in them trying to decide that. They they decide that the panna cotta is the, the message. That we did this week, so they have to like protect not... this panna cotta as it falls down yeah. the tower, and they just keep repeating the panna cotta is a message. And I feel like in a better movie, that would be a line that wasn't hilarious. But it's just these guys dramatically defending a panna cotta for like the last fifteen minutes. Speaking of platforms, this podcast is a platform for people to plug their works. Do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I'll, I'll plug the podcast that we just listened to about four or five times. Just go on to hollywoodactorpresence.com. Uh, that's where you can find all the episodes, depending on what we're calling them at the time. Currently, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger Presence. Technically, very soon, it will be Catherine Bigelow Presence. And then shortly after that, it will be Mary-Kate and Ashley Presence. Um, wow, uh, you, you got the next three sorted out. Oh, we've got more beyond that. I've, uh, um, did you know that Nicolas Cage has over 100 acting credits and almost none of them are TV? And I'm fucking terrified of covering that. 
I mean, but you shouldn't be though, because you're gonna have fun. Oh, well, yeah. little Nick Cage, you're always. I can have already a hear fun. my breakdown happening on that show though. But um, oh, there's there's a lot that we have planned to line up because we're like when we started out, it was like yeah, Arnie movies are either fun or good, and as we found out, sometimes neither. Um, but there's only a finite resource of those ones, so we have to have plans for the future. And so we we some we figure we'll cover some directors, we'll cover some actors, we cover some duos, and yeah. More, more or less, the format stays the same throughout it, but obviously different people require different questions. But yeah, um, I'm also on Twitter at Jemry from the pod. I'm at Instagram at Jemry's Thumb, which is as it sounds. Hmm. Um, and mm. I'm, if you just Google me, um, you'll find it. I'm, I'm on Google. Just Google Jemry Robin. Yeah. What about you? What do you, want, what do you want to plug? Thank you so much for asking. Yeah. Does anyone uh, ever? I think once. Not not enough. It's rude. For, not enough for. I want to play Ross Petty destroys comedy, the podcast. It I was, was on an episode. Definitely check it out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's like forty eight of these now. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, that's a full season, mate. I don't. I don't think of my podcast seasons. I think of my podcast as life. You got to be able to signpost them from different point pinpoints and whatnots and, and words. Well, there wasn't like a twenty week break before between COVID. First coming onto the scene, and then realizing, okay, well, this thing isn't slowing down. Maybe I need to do some Zoom episodes. <laughs> but I did some Zoom episodes. We very much had to do a similar for a period. Um, but now we're back in the studio, man. Yeah. It's fun to be recording in person. Yeah, because you get that chemistry, <laughs> that low-energy chemistry that I'm bringing today. You, you, <laughs> you have that inescapability. When you're in the same room. Well, I, I said to some previous guests, I don't see this show as an interview. I see this show as an interrogation. Yeah, okay. I, I Yeah, okay. You, you definitely, you, you, you lock us in here and you let us chat until we're a shriveled husk. Yeah, and then eventually you've got to give me what I want. Yeah, did you get what you were after? Yeah, I reckon I did. Sweet, I had a fun time. Yeah, and I also want to plug my YouTube channel, Ross Birdie. Just Google Ross Purdy, it's as it sounds. Yeah. Ross Purdy will destroy comedy on Instagram, destroy comedy on Twitter. Well, thanks for coming along. Thanks so much for having me on Nugget Loads podcast, man. Yeah, it's good to always get some guests on Nugget Loads. Um, and yeah, uh, stay tuned next week when we watch Batman vs. Superman. Mate, no one wants to listen to that. <laughs> To match the movie that we did this week, we will not mention Ross Purdy does comedy!